Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hi, I'm Sam. And I'm Erica. We are the Shuttlecraft Junkies and this is our podcast. It's for professionals, home bakers and everyone in between. Each month we'll bring you the latest news, trends, ones to watch and so much more. So stay tuned. Well, good morning, Erica. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. Good morning. How are you? I'm fine. I'm fine now, thank you, after my son gave me a rotten bug. It's twice this year. I'm, I'm going to have to get my own back somehow, some way. <laughs> um, but all good now, thank you. Good, good, yep. good. Yep, and the weather's not too hot at the moment. So Thank God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tell me about it. It's uh, I've seen the weather forecast is going to uh, potentially rock it <laughs> for the next week. Yeah, saw that too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm slightly scared. I've got a wedding cake going into a, a marquee for next Saturday. Ooh. Yep. <laughs> That's exactly what That'd I thought. be uh, fun for you, Sam. <laughs> yes, I've spoken to the venue and um, I've uh, arranged to set up as late as possible. And say, so, is it too late to make it a dummy cake and just give them cutting cake? Uh, well, currently they have no cake, so... <laughs> 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 it, that's well it could be the way couldn't it that could be the way that you have to go in the summer well if it's going to be in a marquee and they want it out all day yeah then at least you know it's going to stand that's very true that is that is very true um yeah it might be it might be something that i need to consider mm. um so anyway uh, what have you been up to <laughs> Uh, I have done, I thought I'd done nothing. I mean, as I've been sitting here, as we were prepping, I thought of all these things, so I've done lots. Um, I did a demo at Windsor branch of the British Sugar Craft Guild. It was lovely to go and see them. They've got a really nice new venue, so. Oh, how long did it take you to get over there? Uh, about an hour and a half, I think. It's quite straightforward. I got trained to, I think it was Waterloo, and then went straight out to Windsor, which was pretty quick, because I think they're on one of the lines that goes quite fast so it's a fast train and they're the first stop okay so yeah yeah cool and it was literally around the corner from a station as well so nice and easy excellent um i have been to the uk b-boy championships and undisputed i didn't compete that was watching that was quite good because that hasn't been on for the last few years so okay so what's that what is that explain it's a breaking competition it used to be the big one in london um so there's individual battles and crew battles and the people come from all over the world. Um, at the minute, there's less people coming from all over the world for obvious reasons. Mm, and yeah. unfortunately, well, it's been rescheduled countless times. I've got friends who bought tickets for this two years ago <laughs> and we're <laughs> still waiting. And there's been about four different oh. dates since then. So it finally went ahead. But um Unfortunately, the date they picked was during the train strikes. So there was loads oh, of people no. just didn't, didn't come because they couldn't get there. Or if they could yeah. get there, they wouldn't be able to get back. Yeah. So it was quite empty. But oh. I enjoyed it. And the girl who won the women's competition was incredible. She was from Lithuania. She, she was a kid. Oh, she was about like, she looks about 13 or 14. She was amazing. Wow. Um, so yeah, that was fun. Nice to get out and be a bit inspired. Mm. 
And it was meant to be live streamed on the BBC as well, because obviously breaking is now going to be in the Olympics. Yeah. But the live stream wasn't working. So, <laughs> so me and my friend Helen were just like videoing stuff and putting it on our little WhatsApp group. Going, like, we are the live stream. Hooray. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You won't get any payment for that though. <laughs> no, sadly not. And I don't think our video was very good quality either because I was watching and then I'd noticed that my hand was sort of dropping. I was like, oh no, no. <laughs> yes yeah, so when you're watching the floor <laughs> well I wasn't looking through the camera screen because I could see the stage quite easily so oh, okay. I was sort of looking at the stage and then realized oh no I've just like I've lost everyone's heads and I go back up again or <laughs> drifted to the sides a bit <laughs> you weren't looking for employment anytime soon then no, 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 definitely not. <laughs> it's quite hard to hold your hand above your head for like three or four minutes oh, solidly in the same yes. place. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, I went to go and see Dear Evan Hansen at the theatre with my boyfriend's mum because she wanted to go oh cool yeah was it good she seemed to really like it I thought it was okay (laughs) (laughs) it wasn't my favourite but it wasn't bad do you know what I mean I've seen better but it was alright you were the support act oh yeah and then uh, on the way there because we met quite early we went and walked past the super bloom bit they had at the Tower of London oh yeah yeah, that was really nice because that's all light and flower now. So that it's was huge, very pretty. Yes. We didn't go down and like pay for tickets. We it, yeah. just sort of looked from outside, but you yeah. could see enough, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, very pretty. I think they should probably do something like that all the time because it just looked really nice. Oh, okay. How long yeah. was it there for? Uh, I want to say till the end of the summer. Okay. Because it's all wildflowers, so there yes. should probably it be. Looked, yeah, it looked beautiful when I saw it on August. TV. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can't obviously get round sort of every side from the street, but mm. you can see, I would say, half of it, which I think is probably enough. Oh, okay. For paying nothing. Um, <laughs> what else have I done? I have been experimenting with painting on biscuits, so we'll be talking a bit more about that later, but I have some more biscuit mix in the fridge ready to bake some more biscuits today. So there's some other bits I want to try. Oh, get you. I need to make some, actually. Do you? Yeah. I was you just reminded me because it's been hot and I have hated making every of them hated it but yes. I was like I need to do this yeah oh I'm going to a free aerial yoga class today because the place where I go to hoop they've got an aerial yoga teacher training thing going on and they needed students for them to do their assessment so oh, once right. we've done this I'm off to Peckham to do some a free aerial yoga class excellent <laughs> I'm not quite sure what does aerial yoga entail um uses like a, a sling as in like the ones that are made of like the silks. okay yeah okay so well you're, you're used to swinging the from the ceiling somehow so. <laughs> people need to be very careful how they describe this stuff <laughs> one of my friends always calls it swinging i'm like no no, no you can't say this in public <laughs> wrong idea <laughs> um oh, brings a new twist to it <laughs> yeah yeah and um i've got my focus right repaired so i'm using oh, that well today. Done. yay i was actually very impressed so you know the socket at the back had fallen out yes i bought one on ebay found a shop locally that was going to do it and plumps did 
and took it down there but the one I bought was the wrong thing so then I contacted Focusrite to ask what the part was expecting to be able to buy one and they sent it to me for free oh that's good yeah I didn't even have to pay postage I mean the box I sent it in was quite big but to be fair to them I doubt they're normally sending out sockets they're normally sending out big items and the amount it would have cost them to buy a little box for a tiny little USB socket would have been more than do you know what I mean yeah more than what it's worth um but yeah I was very impressed I got the part free despite the fact that I didn't buy this brand new I bought this second hand it's a very old one because it's first generation yeah and they still sent me the part for free which I thought was brilliant oh that's nice yeah they did offer to repair it and I said have I got to pay for that and said yes this is the cost I said okay I found somewhere locally and I think rather than paying two lots of shipping Mm. I'm better off doing it locally yeah Um, and the guy charged me 10 pound so I don't think that was bad at all. So it cost me £10 to get it fixed. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I was very well impressed by that. And uh, we had a little a little oh, cake session, did. didn't we? We did. I've seen you far too many times, actually, in the flesh. <laughs> yes, I know. We got uh, very kindly gifted by, is it Cakes by Jane Taylor? It was indeed, yes. She sent us a online course. So we did, did some of that. We've been piping cupcakes. We have. We, uh, we tried to. Yeah. Um, it was we a very hot day as well. It was a very hot day. Yeah. My house is very much not air conditioned. And also, I think between us, we'd assumed because we have a lot of nozzles, we would have everything we need. But Which didn't we did. actually think to check what nozzles we needed <laughs> until we'd got everything set up and ready to go. And then we're like, oh, oh, I don't yeah. have that one. Oh, I don't have that one. Oh, I don't have that one. <laughs> so we had to... We improvised. Of, yeah, we used a lot of things that were similar or a similar size or a similar shape. So mm. it was never going to look exactly the same. No. But her videos Note to very, self, yeah. yeah. Her videos are very easy to follow. Very easy to follow. Yes. And, and I quite like them because they were quite short. Yes. And yes. this is what you did and you can get on with it. So it's not like an hour long or anything. They're about 10 minutes, aren't they? Yeah, something like that. And uh, which suits perfectly. Yeah. But we did only manage to do five in that time. Yeah. How long did we have? About two hours? Yeah. <laughs> Something we did like five that. Cupcakes. I mean, we were sharing nozzles. We were, but, yes. But I don't really think that held us back that much. No. Because no. there was generally more than one thing going on at a time. So, mm. yeah. But it was yeah. fun. It was fun. Yeah. It was nice it to was get fun. out. It was nice to do something that was a bit different and that I wouldn't yeah. do ordinarily. So, yeah, yes, definitely. thank you, Jane. Yes, thank lovely. you very much. Yeah, very kind of you. Mm. What else have you done, Sam? Oh, what have I done? Hang on, let me consult my phone because I've been... I was, <laughs> I was typing it all in this morning whilst taking the dog for a walk. Um, <laughs> so, uh, oh, I've finished all my invigilating now. So all the GCSEs and the A-levels are over. Hurrah! Oh, yeah. I'm sure all the kids are, like, rejoicing. Um, except except the final GCSE exam this is the excitement um two of the uh kids in the school uh, that had finished their exams thought it would be a great laugh to go around and hit the fire alarm uh so we actually had to evacuate our exam (laughs) of over over 120 students into the school playground. We had a similar thing when we were taking our mocks, except it wasn't a fire alarm, it was a bomb threat. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and they had to joking? evacuate the entire school and the year above us were doing the actual exam. So we all had to evacuate in silence and stand in rows while yeah. the police came and checked the oh entire school. God. We were out on the field for about four hours. I was going to say, 
You, you, it's not as though it was, you know, that's ever. Oh my goodness. No, I mean, at least we were only out there for 10, 15 minutes while the caretakers went round. This would have been in like the 90s when there were bombs being placed in schools. Yeah, so you had to take it seriously. (laughs) We were there for ages. Yeah, and it was so hot and no one was allowed to speak. And if you needed the toilet, you had to put your hand up and be accompanied by a teacher who had to like wait outside the cubicle with you. Yeah. Well, that still happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you don't normally have to walk in absolute silence through a deserted school worrying if you're going to no. be in the same no. alleged bomb. <laughs> oh, my goodness. No, okay, so ours was really boring. <laughs> but that was the highlight of my invigilation. <laughs> okay. Um, what else have I done? So I've been prepping for some wedding cakes. I've got three this month. Um one of which, as we were just mentioning, um, is going into a marquee mm. next Saturday. Um, and I've already seen that <laughs> it's amazing how quickly cake makers pick up on um, the weather. Uh, mm. So someone someone pitched in and typed that um, it's potentially going to reach 40 degrees. There's that slight Ooh. chance. <laughs> so can you imagine that? 40 degrees and a marquee so maybe serious consideration (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah it'd be cooler in the oven (laughs) um but I've been prepping for I've I've made a topper for another cake at the end of the month and I'm in the process of making in the process of doing a camper van as well for the top of a wedding cake okay while it's cool and then you can get done without sticking to everything yeah well they can they can then be boxed up and hmm. just put away until required. Yeah. So that's that's good. It frees me up then. Um, what else have I done? Um, I've oh, I didn't mention last month, but um, yeah, started doing my next my final term this year of teaching. Oh yeah. Um, which we are oh well, it's it's kind of a mermaid on a little island, um, with a with a with a palm tree and coral and seaweed and whatever go around um the edge so we covered we covered the cake and did a a marble effect done tiny bit of brush embroidery on the top for waves and you know just little things lots of little things little little techniques um (laughs) and uh and everybody's really getting into it so currently i've got a half made mermaid she needs hair bless her <laughs> um I think the rest of the students will need more of a face I was hoping okay. that we were going to get it all done last Monday uh but it's not happened so but I want I do want my uh, students to actually finish the class yeah, with a mermaid yeah. with a head yeah that'd be nice that'd <laughs> it be would nice. be nice wouldn't it I mean if all else fails you can have her like diving into the oh, him I don't know if you get male mermaids diving into the water she's got like, the tail coming out if you get really stuck but yeah, yeah except except so far we've got the tail on the beach already plugged oh, in with the body okay, okay. <laughs> so we can either turn it into a headless massacre or <laughs> yeah. that really really um lovely summery themed cake yeah <laughs> with blood <laughs> dripping out of <laughs> No, it'll be fine. We'll we'll finish it next week. But yeah, I can't believe there's only two more weeks left. I thought that it was a seven-week term, this mm. school term. And I thought that we weren't going to have enough time. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, no, sorry. I thought I was going to have to uh, 
create things to fill time because yeah. seven weeks is quite long. Uh, but no, <laughs> not at all. Um, you might actually have to cut things off the program. <laughs> yeah, well, potentially, but because they still want to make them, so I'm going to have to show them how to make them if they do yeah. them at home. Yeah. Um, what else has been going on? Um, oh, I went up to London. Oh, oh, yeah. I did get out. I went up to London and met a friend that I haven't seen for 14 years. Oh, wow. We worked out, not seen each other for 14 years because he rudely moved to Scotland. We used okay. to work together. Yeah. Um, but it was one of those, you know, when you meet up with somebody and you carry on chatting as though you've seen them uh, just yeah. a couple of days ago. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so we went So we went for a nice beer and uh, some lunch and walked Aww. around the uh, um, Tate Modern. Oh, very nice. Uh, of which they they didn't have many floors open. So there's only four floors open. Yeah, a lot of it's pay for stuff now, isn't it? And some of like it, yeah, some of it based. is. But some of it, I'm wondering whether they, they're installing stuff for the summer or something. Because, Maybe. Because, you know, they've got some holidays coming up. Yeah. So And there wasn't anything in the big hall, which was uh, a bit, okay. the bit sad. But but no, it was it was really good. There's you know usual wild and wacky kind of things where a lady had decided to preserve uh, some corn rings in metal cages. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes you walk around, you do, you don't think you should question why. <laughs> <laughs> but it was nice. It was nice to go in there. I haven't been in there for a long time, so that was mm. nice. Um, yeah, and I saw a friend for a barbecue, which was also nice. Oh, I went oh, to a networking lovely. event as well. Wow. Oh, where was that? Uh, it was only in Gravesend. Um, it was run by the council. Um, okay. And it it probably doesn't do... It's not going to bring me work imminently. Yeah. But it, it opens up a lot of doors and... I like to keep him with the council because I do work mm. for them every so often doing yeah, yeah. Um, teaching and stuff. Um, so it was it was quite nice to go down there. And the place that we were at, there's a catering company that worked down there, uh, Dream Days, I think they're called. Yeah. And they, they're they an Indian company. So they do Indian banquets and buffets. And because we've okay. got a very large Indian community in Gravesend and our new huge temple that we have. Uh, yeah. They often see, they do a lot of catering for weddings and stuff in there. Yeah. But they did, uh, they did some, um, some food and it was brought around. And it was so nice. So nice. <laughs> so in between there, yeah. Uh, in between uh, using their, um, their base where they are, the Legion rooms um, yeah. as venues for, they do like weddings and birthdays and events and stuff in there, they open it up uh, to an Indian supper club. Oh, so so they've done it so it's more of an exclusive supper club. Um, oh, nice from this catering company. Uh, so I've joined I've joined the mailing list and uh, you have to be a <laughs> member. Will be returning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they've done it so it's quite exclusive and you have to be a yeah. member. It's free to be a member, but you you, know, yeah. you have to be a member and then so invite only. Yeah, you can go and um, book a table and you know enjoy a, a good meal. So yeah. I'm hoping to to do that later in the year when because they're busy all season so they yeah, just yeah. fit it in in between and then I think something comes out and says right we're open if you want to come you know book it yeah, now blah blah, blah. yeah 
and, and other than it that, was. I came over to you, which was lovely. Yeah. <laughs> if not a little rushed <laughs> yeah <laughs> but we did get some of it done so we that's did, good did. yeah well this month new stuff has been a little uh thin <laughs> on the ground shall we say <laughs> oh I've struggled I really have struggled this month I mean I found five so I've got let's two start with <laughs> okay do you want to do your two <laughs> do my two quick get my with um so I have got um I don't know whether you do you remember Anna Astashkina yeah um so an email came through uh from her and she's got a new blue delphinium tutorial out okay um, which looks really pretty actually I did try and log on to it while I was walking around the park but I couldn't so <laughs> I've yet to look at it but um, it does look really pretty. Um, it's all going to be wafer paper. Okay. And that looked beautiful. Um, and the only other thing that I thought that was worthy of mention was Bake International. Oh, yes. To go along with Cake International. So we've got a new uh, competition, which is £20 to enter. And I was just looking at the um, competition schedule mm. uh, so there are doo, 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 there's a sourdough bread okay um there's a bread basket there's a dough display oh um a naked rich fruit cake a drip cake and afternoon tea pastries oh okay uh which i thought was was quite good really because there's not any um, I don't know whether um, Cake and Bake do any. I don't think um, they really do, do they? No. So the only the only other place that I know that you can bake anything for is the British Sugar Craft Guild's uh, regional competitions when they do the fruitcake. Salon Culinaire is baking as well, isn't it? Oh, yes. But not something that we get over here, is it? Yeah. It's a, normally it's at Excel. Oh, is that the... Yeah, of course it is. It's all right. <laughs> Woke up too early. <laughs> um, but, I, yeah, I quite like this. Um, although yeah. I, I don't know how many of us actually bake sourdough bread for our... Uh... But you could for a competition, potentially, oh, yeah. if you wanted to. Um, when is it? November the... Um, it's the 4th, 5th and 6th of November. Okay. Sourdough bread, um, you have to do a 500 gram sourdough loaf. Um, the bread basket, a minimum of three design products of competitor's choice must be chosen. I, obviously, it gives you dimensions where how big it's got to fit into. Yeah, yeah. A dough display, um, which is use salt dough or dead dough, i.e. no yeast, um, must be suitable for an autumn harvest theme. That sounds quite nice. Hmm. Um, uh, rich round fruit cake. <laughs> I love that. Round, round, sorry, round rich fruitcake is the title. And the mm. first point under that is the cake must be round. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be surprised, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. I shouldn't, I shouldn't. Um, so it can't be, can't be covered with marzipan. And, oh, it's only a six inch. Yeah. Six inch cake, not exceeding a kilo in weight. Oh. So don't put any rocks in. Um, a drip cake, so it's got a sponge cake not exceeding eight inch in diameter, no height restriction. 
um, and afternoon tea pastries. This sounds nice. Yeah. 12 pastries suitable for afternoon tea. Create three designs, sponge-based, pastry-based, and macaron-slash-meringue-based, consisting of four mm. pastries on in each design. That sounds nice. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I thought that okay. was uh, I thought that was quite good. Yeah, check that out if you're interested in baking for a competition. Yes, yes, it's all under the Cake International website. Okay, and I think they're going to be on at the same time, aren't they? As as one, they are. Sort of yes, show. yes. So your your ticket gets you into um, Cake International, Bake International, the Christmas craft show. And there's another one, Simply Designs or something. Blimey. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it could be. It's a long day. It's a long day if you do it in one day. Yeah. But obviously more expensive if you do it over a weekend, if you've got time to do it over a weekend. Very true. Very true. Yes. Yes. So what have you got? Uh, I have got Robert Haynes, his Sugar Flower Studio Academy. He's now launched the website for that. So before it was being run off of his Sugar Flower Studio website and now it has its own standalone academy website, which is now launched. I think the website's actually really good. Oh, really? There's a, yeah, there's a yet. lot of information. So there's some videos on there. It's like a little sort of taster. And then each of the classes, once you click onto the class, it gives you such detailed breakdown of exactly what you're buying I think it's really good because sometimes you don't really know other than this is what you're going to make. This kind of gives you module by module exactly what you'll be taught and sort of a bit about him, um, how many steps there are, all that sort of thing. So although the classes are quite a lot of money, you can know exactly what you're going to get before you sign up. So I think okay. that's really, really, really useful. It's nicely set out. It's easy to to understand so if you're interested in Robert Haynes go and check out his Sugar Flower Studio Academy website if you just google it it'll yep, come just up googled it's, it funnily yeah. enough and it's come up there it is and it's not yep. the same as his normal one but it's a standalone website now yeah um Karen Davis has got some safari face molds so we had the farm face molds a couple of months ago maybe last yep. month I can't remember um and these are now the safari faces this is a set of five and you can buy them either individually for $11.99 or you can buy the whole set of five for $39.99. And there's an elephant, there's a lion, there's a giraffe, there's a hippo and there's a monkey. And these are all just the heads and they're sort of cupcake sized heads, similar style to what the farm face moles were like. So sort of cartoony, semi-realistic animal heads that you mould. Okay. Yeah. I like her moulds. They are they are yeah, good quality. Definitely. Um, we've got Molly Robbins has opened an actual shop. Yes. So it's exciting for her. Yeah, very exciting. She's now got a bricks and mortar shop, and it sells by the looks of things. She sells baked goods as well as her products. So it's a bit of both. If you're local, then you might want to pop in and see it. It is in. Now, I'm going to say this as a complete foreigner. <laughs> Rawton Stall <laughs> in Lancashire. So okay. it's probably said nothing like that. But if you're in the Lancashire area, you might want to pop down and see it. It looks a very pretty shop. I love the outside of it. It's very sort of yeah. seasidey 1950s pastels and very I pretty. I wonder whether she will have the same problem that Zoe had when she opened her shop mm. in that... People wanted to go in and see her. Okay. And Zoe found, obviously, yeah, it's very difficult to actually get on and do any work then. 
um because that's what people thought they were going to go you know go and see her have a chat and yeah so yeah I don't know whether Molly's actually running the shop or whether she's got staff but yeah well yes if she's wise she's got staff (laughs) yeah uh, yeah (laughs) Yeah. she won't get anything done meet and greet dates or something yeah well that would be that would be probably the sensible thing to do and then people know that that is when she's going to be in and you know keep everybody at bay you know you go in there for what you're going in there for at any other time yeah Mm. um we have stencils from sweet sticks so they have launched a range of quite a lot of stencils have they it did say when i clicked on it but now i've come off it it's gone away i think it was like 24 (laughs) or 36 different designs wow they are ten dollars 95 each and these are all patterns so you've got thunderbolts you've got scandy tulips there's a whole range of scandy different things rainbow boho retro polka dots fireworks waves um starry nights arrows rainbow hearts evil eye all sorts of things and these all look like they are cupcake sort of sized um what size did it say they are each central mesh stencil measures 140 mil by 140 mil the inside design is 120 mil by 120 mil so 12 centimeters by 12 centimeters and they're all made from food grade mylar so you can wash them in warm soapy water but not in the dishwasher so if you're into decorating cookies or small areas They'd go floating around the dishwasher, wouldn't they? I mean, you'd imagine, wouldn't you? But I guess some people might try. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah, they're they're nice modern designs. So if you fancy a look at them, check them out. Mm. Um, I think the dollars in them will be Australian dollars because Sweet Sticks is an Australian company. I found them in UK pounds. Okay. Uh, So they're seven pounds. Okay. Oh, that's not bad. Mm, seven pounds not too bad at all that's on sweet sticks it just came up and gave me the option oh okay uh, free worldwide shipping when you spend over a hundred dollars though okay i would imagine the cake decorating company and places like that that already stock sweet sticks would probably yes. end up stocking these i should imagine so and the final thing we had a, a long discussion about this so <laughs> i saw a post by bramble sky got completely the wrong end of it saved the <laughs> post and thought this was a new product by bramble sky it wasn't they were sharing someone else's instagram post and it was something this other person was selling but they weren't selling the item itself so it's a box they weren't selling the box they were selling cakes inside the box i was like okay they got completely the wrong end of all of this but what it transpires is oasis the floral company have launched some two-tier hat boxes and these are new items um so these are there's a round and there's a heart option and they're two-tier hat box so you've got a clear so the circular one's got a clear lid it's quite tall so if you imagine like a tall cake sort of size um, a clear lid which lifts off and then you undo about the front and it opens like a little like what a wardrobe or a book that sort of pulls yeah, apart do you know it reminds me of like a jewelry box yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, good. Yeah, like a jewelry box. Yeah. And then on the bottom, you've got one compartment, and on the other side, you've got an, a sort of an upper tier compartment. So you can basically put two layers of stuff in them. They come in a variety of colours. You've got a baby pink, um, I think it's black, a white, and a grey, uh, like a pale grey, mm. sort of dolphin sort of colour. And 
it's on the Oasis website, it says, ideal for gifts such as jewellery or fill the drawer with handmade chocolates. The top compartment can be used for floral designs or gifts. And it's made from recyclable FSC card. And there's a plastic liner, which is made of PET and is also recyclable. The size is 18 and a half centimetres tall. So that is both the compartments and the lid together. Yeah. It's 18 and a half centimetres tall. And the width is 17 and a half centimetres by 17 and a half centimetres. So you'd be able to get a six inch cake in it. Um, each of the compartments has like a little lift out plastic tray in it. Because obviously they are made by Oasis for floristry. So that's where you would put your wet Oasis in. So that's why they've got trays in them. It says, a single hat box with clear lid opens up to reveal hidden compartments, satin pull tab. Uh, and there's also a heart version as well. So these are really quite nice display boxes, actually. They are. Um, the ones that I'd seen, they'd done them with a little cake in the bottom and then macarons or um, like for a Rocher's or something like that in the top. So you could do like a little mm. two-tier gift sort of thing. I think they just look really pretty and really smart. I mean, I don't think you get anything heavy in them, but then for the size of them, I don't think it would be possible to put anything that heavy in them. No, I think they're really pretty, actually. Yeah. The heart ones, so again, 18 and a half tall, width 18.7 centimetres, depth 16 centimetres. So they're slightly smaller, but they come in exactly the same colours. Although there's a red in the heart ones as well, red and a pink. Okay. Of course there is. <laughs> Obviously. Um, if you just Google 2T Hatbox Oasis, they'll pop up. I and mean, you seem to be able to get them from various floristry suppliers. Mm. And on, there's a seller on Etsy that I found that's got them for £6.95. Yeah, I think the floristry one that I got was six fifty. So I think they're going to be around that price, aren't they? So yeah. it's just your yeah. P&P that's yeah. going to be Or if you've that. got a florist suppliers anywhere near you that you can walk to and pick one up. And pick them up. And then you can go yeah. and see what they're like, actually, in exactly. person. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Which would be quite um, nice, wouldn't it? I do miss yeah. that nowadays with the internet. Mm. Yeah, mm. absolutely. But I think they look really smart and they look a really nice, like, proper presentation gift box. I think if you were doing... I don't know, like a bridesmaid's present or something. They look like something expensive. Yeah. Is in there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, I think rather, rather than an old rubbishy box, do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. No, they look really... They look the they kind of box. Really if you've got something in that box, you'd be like, this is a good box, I'm going to keep it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what can I do with this now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Repurpose it as your jewellery box. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Crikey. Find that much jewellery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Same. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be purchasing a safe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cheap, cheap jewelry then. The, yeah. uh, stuff. I'll put my fruit in there, love. Yeah. <laughs> That's my new fruit bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Very fancy kitchen you have. Right. I'm posh <laughs> me, you note. know. <laughs> on that note, should we move on? Oh, shall we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, this month we're going to be talking about painting on cakes and cookies and anything else. Uh, so, Erica, I believe you're you're a bit of a whiz at doing this. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not so. <laughs> well, I Tell mean, us I'm, about it. <laughs> I'm more of, I'm more of a whiz at tracing than a freehand painting. But I, I've been trying to learn to paint for the last few years it's kind of been one of the things that I wanted to get to grips with and I feel like I'm starting to get there now well from from what you produced the other day I think you are they look amazing yeah and it it, it was just changing how I looked at things so okay. instead of looking at things as a whole 
it was more of a case of learning to separate out shape. So my instinct would be just to go for a full-on shape and try and draw the shape of everything, but that's not really what you need to do. So more of like an outline shape. Yeah. To mark sort of large areas, and then it's a case of painting the shadows. Okay, because you you just painted some faces, haven't you? Yeah, so I've wanted to have a go at this for ages, some portrait cookies. And um, we mentioned Lucy Bakes last month because she had some, I think it was last month, she had the wedding dress cookie cutters out. Yeah. And she's got a brilliant set of tutorials. Some of them are paid on her website. um, And she's also got some on YouTube that are not really tutorials, but are a sped up version of her doing it. Okay. And from watching her YouTube video, which she talked through what she's doing, Mm -hmm. but obviously they're not, you know... 40 minutes long so you don't see the entire 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 thing yeah um from watching that I was like oh okay I get what I've got to do I'm gonna have a go at it so I had to go at painting some biscuits because I had some in the freezer still so I defrosted a couple of them so I flooded an outline of basically skin and hair that so that was like my background colors so get the background colors down and then mark like the eyes and the eyebrows and the outline of the lips and then the rest of it is just paint the shadows in. Obviously, apart from I the eyes, that. you need to paint the eyes. And the, the rest eyes. of it, you just paint the shadows in. <laughs> well, that's, that's, that is it. Like you're paint, really? You paint the eyes and the eyebrows and the outline of the lips. And the rest of it is painting in shadows and painting in highlights. Oh, wow. So your, your skin tone that you start with is kind of your base rather than the end colour you're going to end up with. It probably wants to be similar to the lightest colour that you want because you don't want to have to lighten it that much okay okay so it's not necessarily going to be the same color as the skin tone that you're going to end up with okay so whereas you you might ordinarily do uh some coloring and then add highlights your highlights are kind of in the background Is that kind of i mean you are still adding them but you're not adding them as much for me i think it made sense to n- not add them as much as you're adding the shadows okay because i think that i was painting with uh, petal dusts mixed with alcohol yeah and using it, so it was quite a watery paint, but my brush was quite dry. So you're dry. not really laying down much paint at a time. Okay. Because you don't want to, flood. these were royal iced cookies. Yeah. So you don't want to flood the icing with liquid. Yeah. It's quite a dry brush that you're using. Okay. So I thought if I'm painting like that, other than using white, you're not really going to get much of a highlight. You're more likely to be able to put a shadow in. Yeah. Is it easy to correct anything? Mm. Yeah, you can take off anything you want with alcohol. Okay. Does that then leave you with a smudge, you know, with a with a with a mark and then you mm. have to kind of build that up again? Not really, because you're not painting big areas. Okay. Because you are just painting in the shadows. So like the nose is all shadow. Okay. Because you've got like a line that sort of comes from the eyebrows, depending on the face, coming from the eyebrows down the sides of the nose, and then a little bit of shadow around the bit of the bottom and that sort of thing. So it's it's not about looking at what you think you know and what a nose looks like. It's looking at the picture in front of you and going, right, where's the darkest shadows? I'm going to paint them in first. Where's the next lightest shadows? You know, sort of getting lighter and lighter and lighter. Oh, right. Okay. So that makes more sense then, because I would want to paint you know like draw a nose in yeah yeah exactly and it's resisting that temptation I mean there's some features that do genuinely have an outline like an eye or an eyebrow or a mouth but 
that's more to do with a colour change, isn't it, rather than an outline, yeah. like a, a harsh colour change. I suppose um, it's like getting it in the right position. Yeah, yeah. That's the biggest challenge. Yeah. And your nose doesn't have a harsh outline. No. It kind of has shadows. And the same for your cheeks and your cheekbones. They're shadows rather than I'm just looking line. at your picture now. I'm just oh, yeah. looking at... Yeah. I did three. So I was quite happy with the first one. I really liked the eyes on the first one. They came out really well. And Which then one I was used the first one? The one with like half a face. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then the second one was the other yellow one, which was a square one. That started off going really well, and I'd use the same paintbrush, and then I got to doing the eyes and doing the outline of the eyes, and it came out way too thick. I was like, oh, okay. okay. It just looks so like she's on a night pens. out. <laughs> this is all done from the same photo. This is all meant to be the same person. Okay, but but you look like, I mean, if you yeah, didn't it looks know, like I it just looks like, yeah. 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 yeah, but it doesn't look like who it's meant to look like, and it was it's just because that line was too thick. Okay. And you did that with, a, did you say a pen or did you do that paintbrush. with a paintbrush? Paintbrush. Yeah. What size paintbrushes did you use? Oh, uh, <laughs> I switched, for the last one, for the outlines, I switched to a 10-0, which is really 10-0. fine. 10 Yeah. Wow. And then for the one before, I want to say it was maybe a zero, like it was a lot thicker. Right. And it okay. wasn't a nice paintbrush. It was a bit frayed at the end. But then okay. I think I was using some of the frays to paint with. <laughs> <laughs> Just where you get one streak. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then that, obviously that didn't work for the middle one. But yeah. Um, yeah, that was the paintbrush I was using for the shading as well. Oh, right. Okay. So, so you just built it up slowly, slowly. I mean, it doesn't need that much building up, to be honest, because you can mix oh, okay. the paint up darker or lighter. So I used the three uh, dust colours I bought at the Region 8 show. So I said... I said to you, I bought three browns, yeah, yeah, didn't yeah. I? You did, so I yes. bought one that was like a, it's what it's called brown suede. Okay. And it's like a really deep, like horsey brown. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, Is that the so one that I you used... can see mostly on the, on the middle? The second cookie you did? That's the one that I've used mostly for the shadows actually and for the hair. Okay. Um, and then I used a mid, a lighter brown for some of the shadows and some, some of the detailing. Yeah. Um, Thing is, I wanted them all to be quite warm browns. I didn't want them to be cool no. browns because I don't think shadows generally are yeah. on a face that cool. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and then I had a pinky colour for the cheeks. So I just dusted that on dry in the end. I did yeah. try mixing it up on the first one. I was actually just muddying a bit. Yeah. Um, I had a black liquid that I did the dots on the iris Okay. My eyes. Yep. And I use it actually for a tiny bit of shading on the t-shirt, like the neckline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where there's the gap there. And I had a a white for the white to the iris. Mm-hmm. What white? What white did you use? Uh, any white. I just had Edelweiss okay. dust color. Okay. It's a dust. It's going to be opaque. Yeah. So yeah, I yeah. outlined the outside shape of the eyeball. Yes. The, yeah, is is that what I mean? Like the lash line. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I outlined that in brown, like mm-hmm. a really faintly in brown. So when you're outlining first, just do it really faintly. And then I painted in the white bit of the eyeball. Yeah. Then did a bit more of the cookie, then went back to it and did the colour bit of the eyeball. Yeah. And that so she's got hazel eyes that change colour. So I was like, Oh, this is a really tricky colour to do, but 
Um, sometimes they're green, sometimes they're brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They sort of change. So, yes. I, and I looked at all my greens and they were all quite leafy and quite bold. So, like, this is not an eye colour green. This is not the kind of green I want. Yeah. Um, so, I ended up using the Squire's Kitchen. Oh, God, what was it? Um, Myrtle. The Bridal Satin Dust in Myrtle. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. that's a really like silvery light green. Yeah. Isn't it? Yes. So I used that and I mixed it with the brown that I'd been painting the highlights with. Yeah. Well, the, sorry, the shadows, the shadows yeah. with. So it was like a watery brown mixed with that. And I used that for the eye eyeballs, uh, then painted a bit more of the, the face and shadows and then did the black dot and then painted a bit more of the face and shadows and the hair and then did the white dot on the eye. And I was like, something's not quite right. It doesn't look right. So I had to paint a really fine brown line around the outside of the colour bit yes. of the pupil. Yeah. And then okay. go back and sort of add darkness around the eye and add shadows around the eye and that sort of thing. Oh, I love the colour. On the last on the last cookie that you did, the yeah. colour is amazing. It's brilliant. Of what? The eye? Of the eye, yeah. Oh, okay. I really like that. Mm. I just thought otherwise, if I'm mixing like a leafy green it's just gonna be mm. too strong yeah yeah like they're but too yellow you can yellowy. see how you've progressed it over okay. the three cookies yeah but i think i think the middle one's not as good because i think the shading's too heavy even though you can go heavy on the shading that's not really my style of doing things yeah I've got quite a light touch of stuff normally and yeah. i think but i guess until, the shadows you've, went got, too until dark. you've gone and done something yeah and you don't like it yeah. It's almost yeah. like you have to do that to get to the point that you like and you're happy. Yeah, with. and figure out your own way of doing it. Because yeah. also she, in her video, had, um, she used a lot of shadow light. She uses black for her shadows. Okay. And white well, for her highlights. Hot. There's a there's a lot of contrast in the ones that she paints, but that's yeah. not really my way of doing things, I don't think. Yeah. I know. I think they look really good. Oh, um, thank you. I think they've come out really well. How long yeah. did it take you to do? Did you spend so, a whole day doing this? No, 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 not at all. Like a few hours. Um, flooding them, I did the day before. Yeah. And that was quite quick. I'd say the longest part for me was setting up the projector because I had a picture on my phone, the projector. So I used my friend's headshot. She got new headshots done for her dancing. Uh-huh. So I was like, oh, I'm use one of these. <laughs> this is a really good, clear picture of someone looking straight at the camera. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, you don't get people voluntarily doing that usually. No, do no, with no kind of background. It's like, this is perfect. So um, I used that, projected it onto the cookie, and then drew the outline of the hair, drew the outline of where like the skin meets the hair, yep. and drew a bit of t shirt on the ones where it showed, and then yeah. flooded those, um, let them dry overnight. And then I didn't do this the next day because I was busy the next day. So it was a few days later, and I'd yeah. put the projector stand thing away so I had to get it back out again and then the issue was getting the projector at the same height it had been at okay because that makes the image bigger or smaller depending on how far away you are and trying to line it up with the lines that I'd done was quite difficult so I would recommend if you're using a projector leave it set up like turn it off obviously but leave it set up so you can just work at that same height because that was what took the time once I'd figured that out that was fine, but um, okay. So you better. Yeah, tell I, th- us I think what it took about. I think it took about half an hour to forty minutes because my phone has got you know the screen when it fades out. Yeah. 
it switches itself off after 10 minutes. That's the longest I can put it on. And I would say I was I was like reactivating my phone about three times on each of them. So 30 to 40 oh, okay. minutes. Okay. Blimey. So, yeah. So what projector did you, did um, you use? I have got a Kodak projector. Okay. A little square one. Yeah. And is that designed specifically for your phone? Um, yes, no. So it's it's called a pocket projector if you want to search for one. Yeah. They're tiny. They, they will fit in the palm of your hand. Wow. Rather than being enormous. Let me get the box. Hang on. It's not too far away. It's in the drawer next to me. <laughs> Rummage. I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> As if by magic. Okay, I've got a Kodak Luma 150. Okay. It says portable wireless projector, give your presentations a promotion. You can project basically from pretty much any device that can screen share, sort of. Is that the right word? Yeah. Yeah, screen yes, sharing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's also got ports in it, so you can plug in a USB or an HDMI or a DC cable. Oh, okay. Oh, so it's got plenty of options. Mm. Yeah. Um, this one, I think, was about £150, which is quite a lot to pay for one. You can get them far cheaper. But uh, I got it because I had vouchers to use for the place that I bought it from. Okay. So it well, didn't I'm just actually looking cost me that at, much. I'm just looking at it on Argos. Yeah. Uh, which is currently £269.99. Really? Yep. Argos was one of the more expensive places that I found it, believe it or not. I think actually Robert Dice and Urban Outfitters, strangely, were cheaper. Is that the 150 you're looking at? Yep. Because there are Kodak other numbers. Luma 150, 1080p compatible projector. Yeah. There are other numbers as well, and the higher the numbers, the more expensive it goes. Oh, yeah. But, they've got another one that's 359. Uh, yeah. But the projector itself... In centimetres, it's 9.9 centimetres by 9.9 centimetres square by 2.2 centimetres high, which is 3.9 inches by 3.9 inches by 0.8 oh, so inch. Yeah. And there's others that are smaller. And depending on how far away you have it, it depends how big the projection is that you see. And you can project onto walls. You know, you, you can use it to... In theory, you can use it to watch movies, but I don't think the battery on this lasts long enough because I have to charge it pretty much every time I use it. Oh, really? How long does it take to charge? Not that long. I mean, oh, okay. I think you probably just need to use it plugged in if you're watching a film on it, if I'm okay. honest. But yeah. that might just be because it's the, the cheapest version that they do. Yeah. But yeah, it comes with a charging cable and an HDMI cable. But you can get them on Amazon, uh, not necessarily this brand, but you can buy them on Amazon from about £40, £50. Yeah. <clears throat> and they basically all do the same thing. Um, the only problem, not a problem really, the only pain about this is that where it's a square... It doesn't fit in any of the selfie stick holders because it's not they're not quite wide oh. enough to go round it. Okay, so do you have to have you got to do pack it out a bit or something? No, as in as in the projector's too wide to fit. Oh, it's too wide to fit. Yeah. Yeah. The jaws don't open wide enough to get the projector in. It's got a oh. little screw on the bottom, like a camera mount. Right, okay. So you have so, to it in a different way. Yeah. Yeah, you just have to screw it on this one. But that's just because it's a square and the jaws, they're literally like maybe half a centimetre off, opening wide enough. Isn't right. It's not a lot out. Okay. So yeah, just something to be aware of with that one. But I've got a mount for it, which works fine. So yeah, 
So yeah. it's workable. Definitely, absolutely workable. So yeah, I used that to like predict the picture on. So I wasn't really doing anything that freehand, and I wasn't um, I wasn't painting underneath the projector the whole time. A lot of the shadows I did away from the projector, and I'd sort of put it back on underneath to figure out had I got them all. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I quite enjoyed it actually. I think it is something I'm going to do a bit more of, experiment a bit. There's going to be some presents for people. <laughs> and then when I feel when I feel ready, they might be coming off, you know, something I start making. But I'm going to uh, try a few more first to see how it goes. Because I like the fact that obviously Lucy Bakes had done them and cut round the shape of the person to make the biscuits. But I quite like them with a the background and it means you can have them already baked in the freezer and you just got to yeah. defrost one and away it, you yeah. go. Yeah. Oh, cool. So, how did you get into painting in the first place? Um, mainly because it's something that I'm bad at. So, I like you. We were talking just before <laughs> we that. started recording. Um, the chocolate strawberry. Yes. Yes. Sarah. I can't. Sarah Jones. Sarah Jones. That's Sarah it. Sarah Jones from Chocolate Strawberry. Yes. yes. We did a workshop with her at our branch. So did you, didn't you? And yes. we learned. Well, I had her a lot to, to the shop to do. Oh classes. yes, yes. Okay, um, she does painting with cocoa butter, doesn't she? Mm. Well, she did. And she paints she flowers. Business now. Yeah, I'm sure she yeah. still paints, but she just doesn't. Teach <laughs> yeah, the walls. Her work, I think. <laughs> yeah, her work was amazing. Honestly, yeah. absolutely amazing. Very inspirational. I'm, I think it will be something that she will come back to when her family's a bit older. It was just taking her away from yeah the reason that she started it. Yeah, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we did a workshop with her and that was the first time I'd really tried painting because I'm not a natural painter. Mm. I'm really not. I can trace, absolutely. You know, I can cut round stuff, but I think yeah. I'm just not very good at copying. Don't yeah. pay enough attention to copy to be a good painter. <laughs> and although you don't have to paint things realistically, generally on cakes, you, that's what people want. Like they don't want a flower that looks nothing like a flower or a person that looks <laughs> nothing like a person. <laughs> <laughs> I can do that expertly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh blimey. Yeah. Yeah. So we did one of them and I really enjoyed that. Um we did quite a few I think it was a peony we painted. What, what did you do with her? Um so she came down to the shop and she did um I think they were double peonies, uh, which was a class that we had running. Mm. Um she actually she came down loads to us. Um, oh really? Yeah. Uh, we did this is all in 2017 I'm looking back at the photographs mm. and at 2017 it's unbelievable isn't it um, <laughs> she came down and did uh, beautiful um, flowers on the back of a black uh, so everyone had to cover their dummies in black oh yes oh I, I might have done that I think I did that class because <laughs> I, I had the black dummy yeah I might be oh. in your pictures yeah no I can't find you I've only got um I've only got a picture of Sarah demonstrating, and I've got a picture of all the cakes lined up at the end. So you'll probably be able to pick yours out. <laughs> <laughs> that um, was the one where um, trying to. So I kept that dummy, and yeah. then I decided it was taking up too much space, and I needed the dummy for something else. So I wanted <laughs> to keep the covering. I tried to cut it off, right. this, like cut around the bits I wanted to keep with the scalpel and uh cut straight through my finger as it flew off the top of the cake because the icing was like <laughs> oh. super hard oh crikey I just, I just stripped my hand for about oh, a week no. 
Oh no, that's terrible. <laughs> yeah, so she did, so she did butterflies and it looks like a, a dahlia, I think. Okay. And some foliage and some poppies. I've just pinged you the picture over. Ah. Um so I think that was one of the first and the peony. Um, yes, I definitely did do that is, class. Yeah. Um which one's mine? <laughs> Spot the picture. <laughs> Oh, right. It's not the front left. It's not the second one, bottom row. It's not the next one in. It might be the far one on the right at the front. Okay. Or it might be the back row without a ribbon around it. <laughs> Take not your pick. entirely sure. I feel, no, I feel like it's that front one because that little bobbly plant looks right. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. It's lovely. Um, So, yeah, so she came. So, I think looking back on the photos, initially, Sarah came down on the 21st of January, 2017. Mm. And then back in July, 2017. Okay. And then (laughs) she came back to do a Christmas one in November, 2017. Three times in a year. Wow. Um, and this one I did, I didn't do the other two, but okay. I did this, I did the Christmas one, uh, which had a pheasant feather, um, a peacock feather, um, um, a, uh, cone, mm. um, and other bits of foliage and stuff. Um, I'll take a photo and send those ones over to you, uh, but don't ask me which one's mine. <laughs> oh, I haven't got a Scooby. I've got. A f- it's it's one of those ones where you take a guess. Um, yeah. And I've got a feeling that mine is right at the back with the red ribbon. That's my. Okay. Hang on. Let's send that over because that looks a bit like. Oh, that's a lovely picture that you sent over with the. Yeah. So we did a branch workshop with her in 2019. Oh yeah. And then if if you go to our Instagram page and scroll across, there's lots of pictures of people's that's hands painting as well. But that's the group picture at the end. Oh, that's a great picture. Yeah. Um, yeah, we had lots of, um, we had lots of beautiful uh, work. I mean, she was, she was fantastic at teaching. Yeah, really, really good. Um, and also always kept to time, which is unusual for a teacher yeah. as well. It's like, <laughs> all, you always finished and you always finished in, in good time. So, yeah. Yeah, she did. She was so good at breaking it down. Yes. So you yeah, didn't yeah. feel intimidated mm. by painting. Because honestly, it absolutely freaked me out um, when it got to the point, you know, of, of painting. And I haven't done anything for ages until we I recently did a teapot and teacup. Oh, yeah. Yes. Class. And we painted on those. Okay, which, how did that go? Which was out of my comfort zone, okay. really, but uh, really well, actually, and I really enjoyed it. What did you it. paint with? Was it cocoa powder? No, uh, I cocoa did butter. it. No, I did it with, um, as you, with rejuvenator. See, I don't normally use rejuvenator, 
And this wasn't rejuvenator that I used. This On these cookies, I used some blood orange vodka because that was one of the minis that I got at Christmas and that's just a good size to have out. <laughs> so I used that. But normally I would use like lemon essence or one of the flavorings that's got that's yeah. alcohol based yeah, yeah, because yeah. they dry color, like color fast. You can touch them. It doesn't come off. It doesn't return back to a dust. Yes. Yeah. I just wanted to make this quite easy for the group, not to have mm. to go out and buy stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I wanted, um, I just wanted them uh, to have a go. It wasn't about anything other than just, you know, have a go. Yeah. See what, uh, see what you can do. Don't. I didn't want to get stressed about it, and I know I had yeah. a lady there who did get stressed. Mm. doing painting i've just sent you a copy of the little video that i did of everybody's stuff at the end um and actually i think everybody got really kind of you know we just had a session of painting and it wasn't about they did a really good job considering none of them have painted before oh wow And, and they were painting on a curve yeah um and the one thing that i did like was uh the one that i did um so I wanted to show them how to do a very simple rose Mm. very simple just by using lines and then once I'd done that I actually got a brush and because because it did go back to dust yeah I gently brushed over it which then just gave like a shimmer um to the to the background of the the rose and I really I really liked it um, and then I did a different design because, because obviously I had to make one first, mm. <laughs> and then I had to reproduce it in the class. So the only the only thing that I didn't like of mine um, was uh, when I was making it, I was just using up old paste. Yeah, <laughs> and the teapot's actually ivory, and the cup. I'm like, oh, I haven't got modelling oh. paste in ivory. <laughs> That's very mind. pretty though. I love those colours. It's kind of a silvery. It's like it's like the Squire's Kitchen Myrtle, to be honest, isn't it? It's yeah. silvery, greeny blue. Yeah, it's um, it's fake hay hills, uh, dust ah, colours. Okay, absolutely beautiful they were. Um, let me try and find the uh, green one that I did, um, because you know you start playing because it's an opportunity not only to have a go at painting, but also to have a go at playing with dust colours. Yeah, do you know you just reminded me of something. So do you remember I said I'd bought those skin tone uh, airbrushing colours and I hadn't used them? Yeah. I decided to use the skin one of the skin tone colours to colour up my skin coloured icing because I okay, thought like that yeah. would be a sensible option and Sounds it worked like fine. It. So I coloured my royal icing with airbrush colouring. <laughs> oh, well done. Why not? Why not? It's just thinking outside the box, isn't it? I thought it'd be a bit more foolproof and wouldn't end up an odd colour. <laughs> Excellent. So, yeah, I think the the hardest thing uh, on those teapots was trying to find a design. Yes. Or coming up with a design. Um, mm. So the there's a teapot there um, that one of the ladies did that's got a fern on the front. Yes, it's right isn't at the front, it? isn't it? Yeah. So on the back, she wasn't as happy with the back, but on the back um, she had ivy. And they're the names of her two daughters 
Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> that's very sweet. Isn't it? So you've got fern yeah. on one side and ivy on the other. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was kind of uh, one of the ladies that found some beautiful, if you go on to uh, just Mr. Google and put in, what did I put in? Floral, floral designs. Mm. And just keep going and, you know, any other floral ideas and just keep putting it in and you will slowly come up with images uh, that you can just print off. Okay. And they just worked with it in front of them. But what I did, one of the ladies did, was got some greaseproof paper, traced it, turned it over, retraced it on the back. And then because it was a small design, you could just put it up against the teapot yeah. And work over it. So it gave you a very faint pencil line. Yeah. I've done some painting with the Evil Kate doing these mesh stencils as well. Oh, right. Before. Okay. So that was my, do you remember my Cake International, my mixed media one? Yes. Yes. The flowers on that were done using the Evil Kate Genius mesh stencils. So they give you an outline that you then essentially colour in. Do you remember they in the 80s, they used to sell on all the market stores these yeah. little velvet pictures and they yeah. came with the velvet outline and then a set of colouring pens to colour and the velvet stops you colouring over the edges. Basically, oh, yeah. essentially the same sort of thing but with like royal icing. So your stenciling gives you that outline like the velvet and okay. then you paint inside the lines and you can stencil in a white so you can't see it when you paint over it um, or you can stencil in a darker colour and leave it so you can see it. But yeah, I've oh, done them. Okay. They work really well. Uh, but obviously then you're restricted to the size and design that you've got there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought of something else while you were talking. Yeah. Um, you were saying about having not painted for ages and it's a bit intimidating. Yeah. There's a Instagram page which I have been following since the beginning of lockdown and only managed to like join in a few months ago once. Yeah. But it's on my list to do a lot more. They're called The Good Ship Illustration. Yeah. Um, and they have art club once a week. So these are three illustrators. And it's kind of about finding your creative voice and unlocking your creative potential or whatever. And they do art club every Friday. Um, and they do all sorts of things. They've had like stick week where they're drawing with sticks and they've had like primary colours week and they've had drawing with both hands, um, all sorts oh, of things. Yeah, I've just found Portraits it. drawn with sticks, wobbly wobbly stick on an arm, rubbish art club. Um, <laughs> basically, <laughs> it's it's an Instagram live pretty much once a week. Yeah. So if you go on the videos bit, they'll all be there. They're about yeah. an hour and a bit long. They're usually okay. on a Friday night. They've got Tonal Art Club, Complementary Colours, um, Double Width Portraits, all sorts of things. And they'll have little time challenges. And all the whole point of it is that you don't need special art materials. Like one of them is drawing with paint sticks that belongs to their three-year-old. And they're drawing on like old scrap paper or bits of newspaper. or Like you don't need any stuff. It's, it's no. like just I about love, um... getting something done and getting something down and... I love wobbly stick on an arm week. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but then you see the stuff they've drawn, you're like, oh, okay. It's it's all about finding your creative voice and not being restrained by ideas of what you think things should look like. And they'll have different time challenges. So I didn't really understand the one I did. um, I think it was complimentary colours. And I'd got some different colour, like pens and crayons and 
stuff. But I hadn't really got anything to draw. And I was like, ah, quick, like something on the desk that I need to yeah. draw. So I have a few things ready. But there's different time challenges. And then at the end, they had a little challenge. And it was like, literally, I think they called it like a 15-second animal or something like that. Was it 15 or 10 seconds? I can't remember. Really, really, really short amount of time. And one of them some randomly picked an animal. And then you just had like 15 seconds to draw one. <laughs> And I think it was something like a marmoset. I was like, I don't even know what marmoset oh looks God. like. <laughs> and again, it's just a point, like, get something down and get it done quickly. And yeah. they were quite funny and they were all, unf- like, you know, not brilliant. Oh, wow. But the point is that you draw something and you yeah. do something. And actually some of it turned out really well. Oh, that sounds like fun. Yeah, it is fun. And if you look through, you know, the sketches and the things they've been tagged in, they are aimed at professional illustrators. Yeah. But... <laughs> If you scratchly scroll quite far down on the first column, there's a picture of some of the things they've been drawing with um, on one of the weeks. And actually, it's pretty easy if I just send you a picture of it. I've just lost it as well. Oh. <laughs> oh, I've got I've got someone drawing with a, with a, their foot. Yeah, we've got another one. This week at art club, you will need a cardboard box with a hole cut out. So obviously, it's like drawing in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so cool. There was one about um, sort of improvised materials. Right. Oh, where is it? Just lost it. And they had a picture of all the like the improvised art things that they'd made. And one of them was like a plastic fork with bits of twig taped to each of the ends. Oh, my life. Really? Oh, here it is. Here it is. There's... Oh, it's a video. Maybe I can't send you the whole thing. This week at Art Club, we are drawing and printing with sponges. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> DIY materials. Actually, let me just send you this because this is going to be a whole lot easier. I love the way they do this and she's they're writing with their left hand. Yeah. So it, it's, we are writing with our non-dominant hand. Oh, let's open my... Oh, yes. Yeah. That's brilliant, isn't it? Yeah. All sorts of things like a bit of rope taped over the end, you know, a bit of fabric yeah. over the end of a stick, a washing up sponge on a stick with some bubble wrap taped around it, like... <laughs> All sorts of stuff, like all things that you. The point I think was that it started during lockdown is because people couldn't get out and buy nice stuff, and they were like, "We well, don't need nice stuff." No, it might make you want to got. use it, but you can make with what you've got. Yeah, you don't need special paper. No. Use the free newspaper that comes through the door. You know. Do you know what I really like that? Mm. Really like that. Yeah, and I found that really helpful. Actually, they don't necessarily teach you a lot, but yeah. you kind of teach yourself. Oh, I love it. I love this. I'm following them now. So yeah, I, I would if you have time, I would highly recommend the good ship illustration of just um hopping on and <laughs> it's not painting, it is mostly drawing, but yeah. if you're not a confident drawer, great. Yeah. Or even if you're a professional, it's yeah. sort of to help you find your personal style. No, and they're I all really like they are all professional illustrators and teachers as well. So I think one's like a lecturer in some college and you know, they they are proper artists who know what they're doing, not just three random people having fun on the internet. Yeah, exactly. However, not your one to watch. No, not my shall one we, to watch. Shall we do our ones to watch? Yeah, yeah, let's. Okay. <laughs> do you want to do yours? Uh, yes, this month I have got Copper Fork Cakes. So this is all one word, C-O-P-P-E-R-F-O-R-K-C-A-K-E-S. And this is Eliza, who is in Sydney, Australia, and she makes buttercream cakes. And I don't want to say they're really simple because that's not really the right 
word, they're very pared back in terms of colour palette and... Very elegant. They're very elegant, but they're also very plain, but they're not easy. No, No, I think (laughs) that's what people misunderstand, isn't it? That something that looks plain and... Think it looks simple, but it's probably the hardest. Yeah, because there's there's nowhere to hide. No. no. I mean, she has got some flowers on there, but I think they're mostly florist um, flowers rather than, you know, yeah. sugar cream flower, yeah. sugar cream, buttercream flowers. Um, but yeah, she she plays with sort of shape, more shape and texture more than colour. A lot of her cakes lately are white, um, but I love the textures that she uses. I love the way she puts the shapes together. They're so interesting. There's one I absolutely love that's got the square tiers with the rounded corners and then the the, the round one on top. Um, it's got some tiers that look a bit like corrugated card. She's oh, yes. got some some shapes that are a bit um, the arch cake, which have been a bit divisive apparently online. Some people say they look like tombstones, but I think they actually look really cool. And I love the way that she's done them with toppers and the little plastic um shapes that sort of go yeah. around the toppers that kind of go around the side yeah and just made them into something really special but actually they're not a very complicated design cake to make so I think that yes although you'd need the skills to make it look nice mm. actually they're very commercial they're very commercial yeah but they're still very elegant and very pretty and with a lot of design even though that's not necessarily obvious when you look at it I really love her square cakes that she's done um She's done like a, you imagine a, a, an old height square cake tier. Yes. And then turn it on its side. Yes. So it, yes. it's like a, a square book standing up almost. Mm. Um, and she's textured them, so covered it in white buttercream. And then there's a video to get her sort of fluffy texture. She's like, just desiccated coconut, absolutely covered in it. Yeah, um, beautiful, isn't it? All sort of textures with buttercream. Yeah, absolutely beautiful. And she does all of this in the Sydney heat, which is quite incredible as well. Yeah. <laughs> She's got lots of videos about making stuff and how she does them. And her website says, Hi, I'm Eliza. It's the sweet, obsessed one-woman show behind Copper Fork Cakes. I'm a 26-year-old ex-uni student turned full-time caker, committed to sharing my fiery passion for delicious and exquisitely crafted cakes with the world. Well, Sydney, but a girl can dream. I'm fortunate enough to spend my days towering buttercream beauties for some of the biggest and most important events in my clients' lives. And then there's a bit about talking more to her clients. Um, But she also has some tutorials as well, if you're interested. Um, She has got... Cake makers. Uh, Online courses. Oh, hang on. It's reloading itself. Uh, She's got a basic buttercream tutorial, which is an in-depth guide for achieving smooth sharp buttercream beauty she's got a tiered cake tutorial uh, for building strong stable cakes a course bundle which is the two of them at discounted price the arch cake tutorial for all international students um and then a separate one for australia residents only which i'm guessing means different recipes and a separate one for australia and new zealand residents uh basically yeah so a number of different tutorials that you can do so you can sort of if there's something you're particularly inspired by you can hmm. go yeah, and uh, find out how it's done. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's an awful lot of refrigeration involved, but to be able to have buttercream cakes withstand the Sydney heat, yes, is quite a feat, I think. Well, considering um, the weather that we've had recently, and um, <laughs> I've seen so many cake makers kind of, you know, 
kind of balk at the at the weather and how yeah. to deliver cakes, uh, wedding cakes and stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. You just think they they deal with it day in day out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, she also designs a lot of her toppers herself. So there's um, I don't, I don't think she makes them. I think she, someone else makes them for her. But there's a video of her sort of designing a topper with like a little swinging bit on a chain. Oh, okay, and, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. So a lot of her toppers are designed bespoke as well, which is, I think, a really nice thing to do. But um, I really love her style. I really love how she puts things together because it just looks so simple and elegant. And I know that that that's not easy at all. Mm. That I am very inspired by it because we all know that I love a bit of shape and texture. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely gorgeous. I love how she's got her own style as well. So go check her out. That is Copper Fork cakes and it's eliza sorry i don't know actually what her surname is but if we find out i'll let you know <laughs> so who have you got sam i was gonna say that's nothing compared to uh <laughs> to what i've been trying to delve into to try and find this person's name uh so i have got shinna paper art um okay so this is spelt uh, as Sinner to us in the West, S-I-N-N-A-P-A-P-E-R-A-R-T. Um, this took a bit of research, so I sent my daughter away because she's very into K-pop uh, music, and I thought, oh, what better way to find somebody who uh, who can find some information about someone in South Korea? <laughs> so I sent her away, <laughs> made her do research this morning. And um, so she's found out that this la- this lady is called Shin Mi Young. Um, although in all of the images that are on Instagram, there's a guy who I presume is putting the works of art together. So she produces massive paper flowers uh, in abundance. And okay. uses the most amazing colours. They they really pop. Um, mm. and there's amazing videos of the of the work she's done. Um, she's based in Incheon in South Korea. And she has made flowers. Now I'm reliably informed by my daughter uh, <laughs> for <laughs> for K-pop bands, uh, for Red Velvet, Solar, Taeon, and BTS. Um, wow. And there's, uh, there's music videos and you can see them, um, the, the backdrop of these flowers. And she's also um, been on the front cover of Rolling Stone magazine. Um, they, she obviously designs for shops as well, mm. um, you know. Yeah, these are very big flowers. Like They'll stand taller they, than you, won't they? Uh, huge. Yes. Yes, I should imagine they'll stand taller than most. I'll be sure the most of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> very impactful, very tall, very, you know, there's ranunculate. You can even, you know, I know that sounds really daft, doesn't it? But you can identify what the flowers are. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. You, you know, you can see the ranunculars and you can see the peonies and you can see, um, but what else we've Cosmos. got? I saw a scabious as well. Yeah. Um, Some little that, Lady of the Valley carnations. Yeah dahlias but you name it she is able to produce these absolutely stunning stunning pieces of art um she also she's also made fruit and she's made christmas trees 
So if you scroll okay. down, she has got a website. Oh, I see the pineapple. Can you see the pineapple? Yeah. Yeah. Um, there is also, um, I think they might be on her website actually, but there's um, like watermelon. Um, okay. And a variety of fruit, Christmas trees. So you can scroll all the way down and they're absolutely giant Christmas trees. Um, do you know, you know, like the um, very old fashioned uh Christmas decorations used to hang from the ceiling. Oh, yeah, the 1950s ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, these are like that, but giant Christmas trees. Not the size of a real Christmas tree. Yes. <laughs> They're actually, I really like them. They're amazing, really aren't nice. they? Yeah. And the colours. Oh, just, just amazing. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, amazing daisies and... You you name it, and the way that they've put together and displayed as well, it's not just producing a flower. Um, mm. They're very thought through, very um, you know, some beautiful archways and stuff where they've been designed and put up. Um, a stunning. Yeah, it's it. not just the flower; it's sort of the whole stem that she makes, isn't it? So you've got the leaves, absolutely. you've got the stalk, you've got the whole lot. So it's not just like the head of the flower. No. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, yeah, if you carry on going down, I found watermelons and pineapples. Okay. Uh, very, very creative. And I do wonder how long it takes to make some of these. Oh, gosh. Well, do you know what, though? It probably doesn't take any longer to make them big than it makes them small. You probably just need more no. more paper. And space. She's got flamingos yeah, yeah. as well. Yeah. <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah. You could scroll down and you could be there all day. There's yeah. amazing pieces of work. Um, so yeah, go and check out uh, Shinna Paper Arts um, on Instagram, and then you'll find the website. And oh, that's what I was going to share with you. Actually, uh, mm. to did because she's got Wizzy Technology um, on her website. She has this is this is a little bit that she's put, and don't quite understand all of it. Uh, and I tried to look it up. So we offer the best technology, quality and reasonable price to customers who want to create a style that's put that puts Jayan in a space. We will become a leader in the industry in presenting customers needs and delicate technology at a reasonable price. I tried to look up what Jayan was. Um, but I I'm came... guessing it's a word that has no equivalent, it, so they've well, just gone with the Korean one. <laughs> I think I think you could be right because I put it in, and uh, I've found, so far found um, like a villa <laughs> that I can hire out, <laughs> a person. <laughs> so there's actually there's quite a, there's quite a lot under the term of Jayan. Um, however, the villa looks absolutely gorgeous. <laughs> now I'm kind of like, oh, I've gone on to planning a flight. <laughs> think I need to go. Um, so yeah, go go and check her out. Um, I think you'll be highly um, impressed. Oh, I am impressed already. Yeah, gorgeous, aren't they? Yeah, very um, much so. Okay, so well, that's it for this month. I think um, if uh, if you know anybody that would like to listen to us, please please tell them about us. And uh, if you can leave a review anywhere, we would love to have a review. You can follow us online at the Sugarcraft Junkies, where we'll be posting the pictures that we've been sending each other during this episode. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be back on the. 10th of August with another episode so we'll speak to you then have a good month bye, bye.